What up, what up, what up? This is Rob G. Did somebody say bonus episode? Yep. We got one for you right here on 302 Yoda. Chats with DJ EFN of Drink Champs and Fatherhood's podcast. They talk about the podcast, how they got started, and even how DJ EFN got into craft beer. So check it out. Bruising Banner Podcast. Banner Podcast. Bruising Banner Podcast. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banner Podcast. I am your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, is the legendary Brew Crew. What up, fellas? I got water, I got, you know, juice or whatever. Like, y'all need twin legs? It's your boy 302 Yoda. This is Bruce and Bench Podcast. This is a very special edition. You know, I had to take some time out for this and go ahead and hook this up for y'all. Um, so you know, I'm not gonna get uh do too much talking. Shout out to the rest of the boo crew who couldn't be on here today. You know, shout out to Rob G, Debonair and the Great, and also Lou Belgium. All right, today we got a, a special guest here. Um, you know, uh I would consider him a, peer, a serial podcaster. We we could say that uh, Miami's favorite DJ, Drink Champs, uh, co-host and creator, co-creator, and uh, he also got Fatherhood podcast. That's why I call him uh, a serial podcast. He's doing a lot in the business right now, you know. So I, I just want to go ahead and bring him on in. I want y'all to welcome DJ E F N to the podcast. What up, what up, what up? Ba-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, all that <laughs> shit. You know, Rob G, he, he's not on today. It's just me riding solo with four of us, but Rob G handles the horns and the claps and all that shit. So nice, nice, nice. I'm riding solo today. But, you know, we'll make it. We'll make it. What is happening? What's going on, man? Thank you for having me. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. You know, but normally, normally what we do on our regular show is that we like to find out before we get into anything, find out what, what uh, everybody's drinking. And so you can, even though I know we talked about it, you said you weren't drinking today, but you did bring on two beers with you. So we can go ahead and put those out there. What beers did you, uh, did you grab? I did. We, we got a beer coming up on drink champs, uh, via drink champs. Let me Move it over some. There you go. There you go. Um, Jay Wakefield is the brewery that's actually right next door to where we filmed drink champs in Winwood, okay. Miami and make some noise is the name of the brew. And then uh, I also have this joint uh, tech from Smith and Wesson. What over here? Yeah, did this dope. with hip hop craft beer. I believe is the, is the name of the the guys that did this one. 
Okay. And it's a hazy. It's a, yeah, it's an IPA. Yeah, um, double hazy. And then, you know, I'd be drinking, I don't know if you can see it. Let me pull it up. I'd be drinking Micheladas, which is a beer cocktail. Yeah, I noticed the I noticed the 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 cup all the time. That cup stands out like crazy. Yeah, yeah, I got my own cup coming out. I, I mean, I'm a part of this company. Uh, they're out of California called the Go Michi Co. And I got my own cup branded cup called the Crazy Michi. And check out for that as well. Okay, damn, I told you that you into everything, man. <laughs> you gotta try, man. I got these kids now too, so you know you gotta gotta keep oh, working, yeah. bringing in oh, that revenue. Man, you ain't got to tell me. I got three. I already know. I got two, so you know how it is. So what I'm popping with today is uh is from Montclair Brewing Company. This is just their regular logo. It's um they're out of uh, Montclair, New Jersey. Nice, nice. Um, black owned. So some dope. Hoboken Farms and Maple Scotch Ale. And this thing's coming in at seven point nine percent. So I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm probably not doing nothing else after this. So <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, people don't know, man. Beer be getting you nice. Yo, you getting them nine percent. You get them ten, eleven percent. I had one that was nineteen. Oh my god! Out of Philly, man. I can't shout even out. imagine that. That don't even make sense. Shout out the back brewery. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. that was a beer, man. That's a beer. <laughs> what kind of beer was it? Nineteen percent. Um, I can't even remember. I know it tastes kind of. It tastes really like honey, but um, it was. It, it's smooth and like nineteen percent. You would have never known, man. Never oh, know. And those are the ones that those are those, the sneaky ones. Those are sneaky ones. I love it. <laughs> if it tastes good and it's smooth, and you're just like, oh, this guy could down this, and then that's the thing about beer that people don't get. Right. You could just it's refreshing, and you'll drink a bunch of them before you know it. Put you on your ass. You're done. Yeah. And I'll, and sometimes I wonder if that's why you don't see a lot of a lot of black and brown people drinking it is because they don't think that it's going to take them to where to where that uh, maybe well, the henny I or mean, whatever may take them to. Remember, there is a lot of negative connotations when it comes to the history of like beer and alcohol when it comes to back, black and brown black people, community yeah, and, yeah. and Native Americans and stuff. So, so I mean, that's probably plays a role in it as well. But, um, you know, drink responsibly, obviously, for everybody right. out there. But there's a lot of rich history when it comes to brewing. And, and you know, and we need more minorities involved in, in you know, in, in the brewing process and, and, and creating these brands, which we've been obviously consuming forever right right so we need and to get on the other side of it and that's what we that's what what us at bruce and banner podcast try to do is try to make sure that we put some black and brown faces on yeah. the screen so people can see that that yo we we do this and it's a lot of money to be made in in Absolutely. craft beer that people really don't know about because they kind of just shy away from it but right. that's what we that's what we that's what we're here for so what happened was one time i saw on uh I was rock, watching Drink Champs, and I noticed that you had the uh, the uh, Crown and Hops. Yeah, shout uh, out to Crown and Hops. Yep. Yeah, yeah, those are those are they 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 friends of the podcast as well. Um, but yeah, definitely that Crowns and Hops. And I was like, oh, they got the AP Strill on it, and you you know you don't see that you don't see that with with our community. Some especially with the platform that you have, such a big right. platform, it's rare that you see like a craft beer display. You know, right. And, and that that just was like I was like oh yeah that's dope yeah that's them dope. Uh, also beer culture uh, if you know yeah, those cats yep. I I put some of their beers out there and then a lot of local breweries around my way I try to always represent the local guys that are out here um and yeah man I I try and you know and then I drink the stuff anything I like anything that I like like I'm not gonna shy away from from some bigger you know companies right, and right. corporate stuff that if I like it and sometimes there's nothing to drink and there's only crappy beer 
and you might see that sometimes on Drink Champs too. Yeah, yeah. So do, do you only drink beer? Because I don't even, I don't never notice you actually drinking like everything else everybody else is drinking. Um, if you so we've been doing Drink Champs for five years now, right? Yeah. And so I started before I even had my kids. Uh, we started the show, and early on, I was just I was always known as a, a like a big rum drinker. I, okay. I mean, I still like rum, but. I was a big liquor, rum drinker. I would drink any kind of liquor, hard liquor, but rum was my 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 liquor of choice. And then um and I hated beer. Just so you know, growing up, like I you know, I started out like That's everybody else. Start. I I drank the yeah. quartz and I had the, you know, the crappy coronas and yeah. you know when I was younger and then you know, but once I got into liquor, I was like, why would you drink all this beer and get bloated and want to go take a piss and do all this stuff? And I used to diss my homies that would drink a lot of beer. And then I met my girl and she was into like craft beer. And Yo, she was into it. That's wait, that's the first time I've heard that. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be the underwear rail. You put me onto it. <laughs> yeah. And then she was she was trying to flip it like, oh, you know, the liquor is bad for you and the hard liquor is good. You know, it, truth truthfully, it, it's all it equals out because if you drink a lot of beer, it's gonna be the right. same. Yeah. Yeah. But um she put me onto it, and then what happens is it became such an acquired taste where it was like the beer became so refreshing, and and I just I just like it became an acquired taste. I just loved it so much. I started to do it on, you know, bring it to drink champs because I just on drink champs, we're drinking what we really enjoy. Right. We like what we really do drink is what we drink. Right. And that's what I do. My I'm drinking beer the whole time and then taking shots of something that I usually I'm bringing all kinds of weird things to take shots of. Mama Juana, <laughs> this Dominican stuff, uh, Aguardiente, Colombian white, which I'm involved with. So, yeah, but I, I've been drinking beer probably for the last three years of the five years of drink champs. Okay. Okay, that's crazy that you, that you, that the the female brought you into it. Yeah, like, that's, shout out to that's, my girl. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good shit, man. That's that's rare though. It's really it's, rare. It's, she did something the homies couldn't do. The yeah, homies were always trying right, to put yeah, me on. They're like telling me, "Yo, you got to get it from the tap." And I'm like, "Man, shut the fuck up. Give me some, <laughs> give me some rum, man. Give me some motherfucking rum right now." And um, and then you know, because that's what drink chance was. That, that it came from me and Nori having these studio sessions where we would get drunk as fuck. You know, right. we had. At my studio, we'd have all kinds of bottles of vodka and rum and all this crazy stuff. And if someone brought beer, I looked at them sideways like, get the fuck out of here with that, man. But then, yeah, my girl comes into my life and, you know, I'm sitting at the bar with her and she gets a nice cold one from, you know, draft. And then she's like, try it. And little by little, she, you know, I started to acquire that taste. And now I'm just like, I love it, man. I I love beer. Yeah, your boys is probably like this motherfucker. Look, oh no, they look shit. at me crazy. They're like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, whip their ass like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she told you to drink beer. All right, now. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Right, I can't yeah, even I, front. I can't even I, front them. It's real. Like they can look at me that way because it's real. Yeah, I, I can only imagine because it's it's like getting into the drinking crab beer. Once you have one that you like. Then, then basically right. that's it for you. You just started it right there. Once you find right. one that you like, and to me, there's a beer for everybody. People don't know, but there's a beer for for everybody out there. But even on the, without being uh, talking just about the beer, like what what uh, what got you into wanting to do podcasting? Like, what where did that all start from? I know you were on the radio already, but right. like podcasting scene, what made you jump into that lane? I mean, it's like everything else that I've done in my career. It's, it's all out of like necessity to continue to pivot, to stay in the game, you know, mm-hmm. to, to keep the dream alive. Um, you know, whether it was, you know, DJing in the clubs and the house parties, 
to to making mixtapes, to to open up a clothing store, to doing marketing and promotions. Like I'm always looking for the opportunity that keeps me within the realm of this music shit that I love so much. Right. And you know, I was doing pirate radio, I was doing college radio. I never wanted to do commercial radio because I didn't want to deal with a program director telling me what to play. Mm-hmm. That was always my thing. Okay. So I love the underground stuff. And then Nori and I, we when he was working out in my studio, when I told you like kind of like the birth of the name Drink Champs came about, we started doing a show on XM Radio before XM and Sirius merged. Right. That was that Militame uh Military yeah, Crazy yeah, Raw Radio, crazy. which yeah, Nori yeah, King, he gave that name. I love to – I throw him under the buzzer. I'm like, he gave that name, and then I helped facilitate the Drink Champs name. So, right, okay. <laughs> so he, he – you know, and to, to his, you know, credit, he wanted to include everybody involved in that show. That's why it's a long-ass name, Military and Crazy Raw Radio. <laughs> and so we did it with on XM. Then we did it on Sirius XM. We did it for like two or three years. We didn't make a penny off of it. We did it on my studio we would record it and send it into the, to the XM studios. And it was a weekly show and we loved doing it. We had fun. And it was kind of like, it, it was drink champs before drink champs. Right. If you listen to it, it was the same concept. And then we stopped doing it because we both got busy. I was managing a group called Mayday. This plaque is from, is from them, a track they did with Kendrick Lamar and tech nine. Um, and so they got busy touring. So I was busy with them. Then Nori put out an album with Pone again, a CNN oh, album, right. and they went to Europe and toured. So we, we stopped, you know, we weren't making money. So it's like, there was no reason to, you know, if we had got busy doing stuff that made us money. Right. Yeah. So we, so we went, we got busy. So I was thinking, all right, how could we do something like that, that we could do a lot easier without all the constraints of like, do how long you need to have it or turn it in every week. And my homie, uh, he had this gaming uh, podcast called Gamer Tag Radio. His name is Godfrey. He's Dominican homie from around here. And he was always advocating, like he was big in the podcasting, going back to the internet radio days, like, Mm. because that's like where it all kind of starts. And he was always like telling me like, yo, you should podcast, you should podcast. And I was like, sounds interesting, but I don't think people in hip hop are really onto like the podcasting thing. It just seemed like some nerdy computer shit to people. Right. Yeah. You know, hip hop was too, too, too serious and thugged out at the time. So, <laughs> and I would tell Nori, I was like, yo, I think we should. And he, and he wasn't really like grasping it. Like a lot of people were, he wasn't the right. only one. A lot of people in hip hop were like, what is that? You know? And, and, you know, you had a couple people like Juan Epp and you had uh, combat Jack, you had uh rap radar. Eventually you had all these people that were doing, they were like in the forefront of it, but it was still something really like low key that if right. you knew, you knew. And finally, I, you know, it took a couple years, but long story short, finally convinced Nori to do it. Uh, a couple things came into play that also helped convince him. And my homie, the same dude that put me onto it, to podcasting, he had just got a deal with CBS Radio. And he's like, yo, you want me to make the introduction? And I was like, yeah, make the introduction. They asked us to make two uh, pilot episodes, which were Kenny Anderson and Fat Joe. They loved the concept, and we came out through through CBS Radio, and the rest is history. What a what a what a pilot! Like, come on. <laughs> way to start that off. <laughs> yeah, it was it was, and then mind you, like we've had Fat Joe on a bunch of times, but Fat Joe, right. he talks about it all the time that he came over. It was in my one of my offices that I had in, in downtown Miami, and he didn't know what he was getting into. He's like, "No, he called me. I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. Y'all got the mics. Y'all talking crazy," and he but he just went with it. Out of love for for Nori and and we did it and, and it was history, man. I wonder why like everybody has 
uh, had that stigma about podcasting, though. I wonder why it was just looked at as like, because even like, like you were saying, like when Rat Radar and stuff started it, it was still kind of like on some old, like, nah, that's like, what are they doing? Like at the end of the day, what, what's happening here? Um, but th- I think people learned that it was money involved. And that's what, that's what kind of changed the, now everybody wants to do a podcast. They say that once you, uh, once you do six, six episodes that you, you can keep going from there. But right. if you don't make it to six, then you probably ain't going, going to keep going. But so how many episodes are y'all in? Like this five years, y'all got a zillion episodes by now. Uh, we probably like, if not 300, close to 300. I don't know. I mean, we, we practically won a week for, for as long as we've been doing yeah. it. I mean, we've taken some small breaks here and there. And we've done a lot of uh, a couple best of episodes to if we needed to take a, a quick break, but yeah, it's, been, it's a lot, man. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about fatherhood, the yep. fatherhood podcast. And so where did that come from? So like I mentioned, I, uh, I'm a new father in the sense that I, I have two kids that came after Dream Champ started. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a toddler and a baby right now, and and I'm out of my group of friends. As you could tell with the white beard, I'm the older one that that uh not the older one out of my friends, but we're all the same age. I just look, I just got a white beard. I just got bad luck. But all my friends, even going back to like teenage, were already having kids. You know that they were they were young fathers, and I was like, nah, I'm not doing that. You know, I'm staying focused. And I ended up having kids now in my life, and so I was like, oh shit, like I'm playing catch up. I'm trying to figure this out. I, you know, I want to be the best father possible, and in this environment that we're working in as well. And so I was calling a lot of my homies, like trying to, you know, figure it out before I had the kids when the, when my daughter first came. And so with two of my homies, we were like, yo, why don't we, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people like us that need the same information or, or want to hear like-minded fathers talking through this stuff, you know, right. Basically with, without better words, like hip hop fathers. Yeah. And, and so we were like, let's record and let's make a podcast out of it. I'm sure somebody could could use this information, if not just ourselves, because we were doing it anyways on the phone. So might as well work it out on, in public, in a sense, the problems. And and that's where fatherhoods came from. So we started to bring in guests that were, you know, artists and, and DJs and people within the culture, um, even some mothers. We had Angie Martinez talking about being a mother, you know, to, to boys in the Me Too era, right. and all this different stuff. And you know, I just think it's 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 a an important you know show that we do, if not for everybody else, for myself. Like I, I right. really utilize it as a as a parent to talk these things through with my with my homies that have a little bit of experience already. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. I feel like it's it's definitely necessary. Um, I, I've been trying to get my my daughter's thirteen. I've been trying to get her to do a podcast with me just to hear from both sides. Yeah, she man, just she just on some, she just be on some other stuff, man. She's like, I don't want to do that. You know, kids hate podcasts because they don't like listening to. Them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> if, if it was TikTok, she'd be like, Oh yeah, I'll do TikTok with you, but uh, you know, podcast like nah. But I, I, listening to Fatherhood, it's definitely a, a necessary uh, podcast uh, because it does speak from from the side because a lot of people like a lot of like you said like for better word hip-hop dads like fathers don't want to reach out and ask any questions you know what i'm saying yeah it's just something that with with men basically but we definitely don't want to reach out and so just listening to the podcast it gives a lot of a lot of input from different sides and you're getting different information from it so that's 
that's definitely dope. Do you got any other podcasts that you're doing or is it just those two? No, I actually produce a bunch of podcasts. Like my my idea of, of, of having a bunch of podcasts is, or the way that I function, better said, is that I, I think of an idea and I try to put it in, like to work. Like, like I don't wait to see if there's a perfect uh, time to put something out or if I can get a deal for it or a situation. Right. I'm like, I like to do a proof of concept. So mm. I'll do a bunch of podcasts. So right now I have my homie that actually passed me the beers is, is, is one of our producers in the crew. You might see him on Drink Chance, Boris, a.k.a. Beats in the Hood. Um, and we have a podcast together called uh, Lost in Translation because, you know, English is his second language. He, okay. he doesn't speak it very well. And so I kind of take some, you know, comedy out of out of that with him and he doesn't pay attention to what's going on in the world so i ask him a bunch of questions about current events and politics and history and he's completely lost not to mention he can't speak english too well so he's lost in translation so (laughs) it's a comedy thing and and, you know it's not to to jab at an immigrant or someone who doesn't speak it but it's just to kind of like just have fun with things like that and uh we do that podcast we do um uh my boy does uh uh, Dream Big podcast, which is also affiliated with Drink Champ Sports, that's produced in house. My other homies do another one called uh, Grumpy OGs, which, which you know, I'm, it, we're all like together, affiliated, kind of producing it together. Uh, whether I'm officially a part of it or not, you know, anything that's affiliated with the crew, you know, I'm there to support. Right. That's dope. What about I, it's a am I right? Say, smoke champs, well. smoke champs. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was gonna say. Yeah, 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 smoke champs. Yeah. So I haven't I haven't even caught smoke champs yet. I haven't even caught one. We haven't just, we haven't released yet. We haven't okay, released. Okay, okay. When is just record a shit ton okay. of stuff? Yeah. Okay. When are y'all planning on releasing that? Uh, it'll be real soon. Real soon. We, we've been doing a lot of events. Yeah. I was gonna say no no exact dates if you don't know. Just oh yeah, we're smoking. Everybody's high. They don't know. <laughs> Shout out to the Smoke Champs podcast. Yeah. So is that gonna be similar to Drink Champs having guests on there? Yeah, yeah, no. There's we already have a ton of guests that have already filmed with us, um, with the guys that it's they do it in New York, um, and it's 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 Young Really, which is uh, Nori's nephew, Deuce, that has a podcast called uh, Hood Therapy. Our homie Ching Bing. These are all guys that are from like Nori's crew as well that were in New York Murder Unit. If you remember Murder Unit, Mu. Oh, yeah. These guys, Doug Down Entertainment, Booth, Mike Booth. So they do the podcast of Smoke Champs, and then separately we also have Smoke Champs the products that are going to come soon. Which is a separate thing, but uh, but it's all in the family, man. That's crazy. You, you, you got your hands in a lot of in a lot of pots, man. Trying, man. Like I said, man, you gotta you gotta continuously look for those different uh, revenue streams and and you know what make up for what doesn't work with what does work, and you just right. gotta keep, keep it moving. So so wait so wait so what inspired you to basically keep going and keep building like that? I mean, I've always been pretty driven, man to be honest with you, but now because of the kids, it's a whole different drive. Mm. Uh, you know, now it's a matter of, uh, you know, legacy. It's a matter of making sure that I maintain a, a quality of life that these kids have been living. So like, you know, it, it could only go down. So I want to make it better. So it's either keep it status quo or better. And in this industry, you know, sometimes we get very comfortable and we think that because we are making some money today, that that's promised tomorrow. And that's just not the case. And so when you have, when it's just me by myself, that's easy. You know what I'm saying? I could, I could go back to a, a one bedroom apartment with cockroaches and ramen noodles, no problem, but I ain't going to do that to my kids. So that's the new drive that I have to make sure that I, I keep exploring how I keep this money coming in and provide for the, for the family. 
Do you think that you would be able to do that yourself if, if you was by yourself, go back to ramen noodles? I've done it. I've done really? it. Oh, oh yeah, boy, yeah, I yeah. I've done it, man. I'd do been... anything in my power not to go back to that life. Bro. I mean, ramen noodles ain't that bad. I mean, ramen noodles, nah. They, I still got ramen noodles, but like bro. the roaches and all that shit. Oh, no, nah, roaches I, I fucking hate, man. Fuck a roach, man. <laughs> Fuck a roach. Like, I will scream like a bitch when a roach run around, like, raid and, and throw shit at the roach. Nah, fuck a roach for sure. <laughs> I'll move. I'll go sleep outside if there's a roach inside. <laughs> I hate roaches, man. <laughs> That's just like me with. Uh, I, I don't like uh, like mice, man. And some people like don't they don't bother them, but I'm like hell no. Like, I, I mean, can't. it should bother you if it's in your crib. Hey, like a that's fucking what I'm saying. Your ass outside. Like, what the? <laughs> but that's it's a bad people, sign. Like, it's so it's some people that that just they don't care. Like, oh, it's a mouse. I see the mouse. Okay. Nah. Now, you know what I don't mind is lizards. That sometimes, because you know, we're in Miami, so sometimes oh, a lizard yeah. run in the crib, and you'll be like, "Fuck, I, you know, I'm not gonna go and look for the motherfuckers." And I don't mind the lizard because they eat the roaches. Oh, okay. So let them okay. live. Let them live. <laughs> let the, eat the fucking let the roaches. Live, fuck the roaches. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's funny. With the, uh, are you still doing any uh, DJ at all? Nah, no not, not not really. Yeah, I don't have time. I mean, right in front of me, I got my turntable set up. I still spin. Right. Like, you know, because I'm a DJ just as a hobby, but uh, I don't have time to gig like that. And and uh, and I take I respect the art of DJing so much that I, you know, I've I get offered money to 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 do gigs all the time and good money. But if I don't practice a set or, or feel confident that, OK, this is a good set, right. I'm going to go out there, I'm going to kill it. I don't do it because I just respect the art form so much. You know, there's a lot of uh, push button DJs nowadays. I just can't do it because I don't come from that, you know. Right. Oh, so you guys, you actually got two turntables. Oh, yeah, like, I got two right in front of me right yeah, now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I respect that definitely. And then it seems like all the work that you're doing is it's really hard to to find time to do. To do Especially when like you got that. kids, man. It's, yeah. It's, right now, I got young ones that need a lot yeah, of attention yeah. from me, and so I, yeah, I don't have time to do shit, man. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's 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 a lot of work. So how's that been working out for you with those two with the two little ones? Like they uh, they especially how small they are. Like oh yeah, no, it, it's 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 tough. It takes a lot of energy. Um, you know, shout out to my girl who 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 does a lot. But it, it's tough because I come from a broken home. My parents were divorced, and and you know when you when you grow up like that, you just you just don't you want to give everything you didn't have to your kids. Right, right. And you know, and and you know, my mom and I, we you know, we 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 had very little growing up and we lived in a one bedroom apartment like I said. I mean, even before I on my own but with her, uh you know, we had it rough. So I just everything for me is like making sure that whatever I went through my kids don't have to go through that. So I'm just like extra sensitive to that and and as much as I could be there with them and present, that's important to me because you know, tomorrow's not not you know, it's not um guaranteed, man. Right. You know, anything could happen these days. And and so I just want to, you know, make experiences and memories with my kids as much as I can. So, so and, yeah. And, and I have uh, with the with the pandemic and quarantine and what have you, like, how has how, that affected business wise and also like family wise? Well, business wise, we've been very lucky in terms of the, the drink champs and like content creation side of things with mm-hmm. my with what I do. Because it's all digital. And so, and we had, it's like specifically to, to drink champs and other things that I do, we had contracts in place that as long as we continue to deliver content, we're going to get our money. And so we, you know, we started to do the quarantine episodes when, when everything got locked down. 
you know, we took advantage of Zoom. We had a great team that that we got creative with it and we were able to, without a hiccup, continue to deliver episodes that were aired on Revolt, that came out on YouTube, that came out audio. And so that didn't change um, our, our money at all, you know, right. the, the, the money side of it. With the family, everything was pretty good, actually, to be honest with you. The only thing that was difficult is that my son was born in the middle of the pandemic, mm. right in the beginning. Um, luckily, we didn't we didn't do it traditionally in the hospital. We did a, a natural childbirth. Okay. So we didn't have, like, if you go to the hospital, like, they weren't letting people in. Like, I wouldn't right. have been able to have been in the room or... Or like it would have been just all kinds of craziness mess, you know, yeah. the pandemic, you know, within the precautions that they take. Luckily, with this situation, we did it all natural in a birthing center, which was a way more lax um, and allowed, you know, myself and some of the family to be there in the room. Did y'all use like a doula? Is that what they yeah, call it? Yeah, we had a midwife, doula, all midwife, of that. Doula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. Yeah, That's yeah dope. My, my son was born in the water. He was born in the tub. <laughs> he, was born, he was a water birth. This is fucking dope. Yo, I, I I I've seen it. I never experienced it like with my like in live, but I've seen it, seen it done. It seems seems interesting, crazy, it, real it's, crazy. It's pretty wild, pretty wild. Yeah, that's that's nuts. But yeah, man. So I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up, man. I don't want to hold you too long. I know you're busy. You got <laughs> things to, you got things to do, man. But shout out to you. What's your boy name who uh, hooked this hooked this up, man? Jay Havana. Jay Havana. Jay Havana. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Wow. Shout out to him. He 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 kept in touch, man. He did he did he did he did real good with that. With keeping in touch and letting me know what's going on. So I definitely appreciate it. Good. But we'll go ahead and and wrap it up. I do appreciate you for coming on, man. Yo, my pleasure, man. Everybody, just make sure y'all check out uh, Drink Champs if you're already not, and definitely check out Fatherhood. Good information on there and make sure you stay locked in to Bruce and Banner podcast as well but um, actually before you go what I want you to do is just uh, tell everybody where they can actually find you at or any of your uh, any of your, uh, your endeavors anything that you into sure man uh, every my company is crazy hood so crazyhood.com is, is the is the website um, and I got a, a documentary series that I've been working on as well for a couple of years now so check for that coming home it's a film series uh, it's like a Anthony Bourdain meets hip hop. A lot of people say Anthony Bourdain, rest in peace to him, but mm-hmm. it definitely is in that same vein. Okay. Check that out. Uh, drinkchamps.com for everything. Drinkchamps at who's crazy on Instagram at DJ on Twitter. And yeah, bro, that's it. Crazyhood.com. Yeah, man. Thanks. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming on and, and make sure you check out Boots and Banner podcast on all streaming platforms. Y'all know where they at. You can find us everywhere. YouTube. Sip up. Sip up. Yeah, yeah. And do all do all that good shit. Make sure y'all support the, your local breweries and yep. all that good stuff. All right. Peace. Peace. Hello, baby, I'm that fellow that wanna see you move, shake you like jello. Go to the middle, make your booty wiggle, then I want you to freeze like a popsicle. Hello, baby, I'm that fellow that wanna see you move, shake you like jello. Go to the middle, make your booty wiggle, then I want you to freeze like a popsicle. Hey, you over there with the drink in your hand Why don't you come over here and have a drink with your man What's in your glass Patron or that answer to Dan They tell me you a Gemini, well I'm a Cancer man Cause we can 
incredible and I could I ain't give it a damn But just a couple more shots and maybe then we can dance Yeah, I'm feeling on your ass, why you tipping on your glass? Girl, you know I want to smash, I ain't even got the ass I'm just trying to make you laugh, girl, release some stress See you came up in the club with some freaks and dress